The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Tonight, we have a gripping interview for you. We will explore the remarkable life and experiences of Stephen Chua, a former member of the Singapore Special Forces and a self-proclaimed super soldier. Stephen's candid testimony takes us on a journey through hidden realities and suppressed truths as he reveals his encounters with extraterrestrial beings in Southeast Asia. Having served as an experimental pilot in Area 51, Stephen provides a first-hand account of working with retro-engineered alien technology and his experiences with reptilian aliens. His revelations shed light on the existence of clandestine operations and the threats he faced as a whistleblower. Elena Danan, a well-respected extraterrestrial contactee, archaeologist, and best-selling author, joins us to share her extraordinary interview with Stephen. Through their conversation, we gain insight into the world of covert operations, alien encounters, and the unyielding courage of a man who risked his life to share his intense experiences. With a focus on truth-seeking and disclosure, this interview challenges conventional beliefs and delves into the mysteries of our existence. Stephen's account confronts us with the reality of our galactic connections and raises questions about humanity's place in the universe. Join us on this unfiltered exploration of Area 51 and extraterrestrial encounters as we uncover the enigmatic world that exists beyond what is widely known. Stephen Chua's brave and candid revelations are an invitation to confront the unknown and explore the truths that lie beyond the surface. Welcome to Veritas. If this is your first time listening, welcome home. To access tonight's full interview and all of our exclusive material, simply join the Veritas Plus family by clicking on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And while you're there, don't forget to check out the Veritas store for a range of great products, including focused life force energy. Experience the power of FLFE with a 15-day free trial today. No credit card required. We're excited to announce the launch of our brand new Veritas Plus Insider, your source for exclusive news and insights you won't find anywhere else. If you're looking to get in touch with Mel, have a guest suggestion, or would like to provide feedback, simply click on the contact button on our website. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's show. And now, here's your host, Mel Hastelrick. Born in France, Elena Danan graduated in fine arts in Paris and completed a postgrad in archaeology at the Louvre University. She worked as field archaeologist 20 years of her life, among which eight years in Egypt as an engineer epigraphist for the CNRS, Karnak, Luxor, Cairo, Dendera, and Valley of the Kings, before returning to France, assigned to the University of Toulouse, completing studies in Druidry, Shamanism, Energy and Sound Healing, she is actually working as a spiritual practitioner. And directly from the beautiful country of Ireland, I'd like to welcome Elena Danan. Hello, Elena. Welcome to Veritas. How are you? I am very well. Thank you very much for your invitation. Well, let me just say, before we begin, I want to thank a couple of people for making this interview a reality. Dr. Michael Sala for putting me in touch with you. I've known Michael for... 15 years now. He's a, a regular guest of this program, a very loyal subscriber as well. And whenever I have questions about the people to interview, he's always there for me. And also Jeff Steckman from Focused Life Force Energy. He was the one who recommended you first. He said, you must interview Elena Danan. And I said, you know, in 15 years of doing this, I haven't heard her name, but then here we are. I learned about you 
And as I mentioned to you offline, usually I introduce the person, I devote the two hours to that person, but because you have written your latest book, I, it's Area 51, Conversations with Insider Stephen Chua. Because of what we're about to discuss tonight, as you said, we're going to rock the disclosure boat tonight to keep his memory alive. So you have agreed to come back in a couple of weeks to discuss your story and the book, The Cedars, The Return of the Gods. So you're okay with that. Yes, yes, of course. This is great to honor the memory of Stephen Chua, you know. Let's begin before we tell the people who Stephen Chua was. Just give a little of a background of who you are, Elena, and how the two of you converged. Okay, so um, I met Stephen Chua in 2020 as I just wrote a book about my abduction by extraterrestrials and a description in that book of 110 alien races visiting Earth, positive and negative agendas. And uh, so video. St uh, Stephen was there. Elena, you, you froze for about 15 seconds, by the way. Ah, If you want to start what you were saying, sure. Yes. So I was invited in this uh, interview via Zoom uh, by a group of people, a spiritual uh, purpose, discussing uh, spiritual um, topics. And uh, Stephen was there. And that's when I met him for the first time remotely. I never met him physically, but, uh, and he started asking me questions about the alien races with very specific details. And, oh, my microphone is, um, this is going. Can you hear me? I can hear you. And just to, to, yes, to set okay. the stage, if we have some. Technical difficulties, folks. This is not new. You know that this happens once in a while. And why? Yes. Yes. When I'm talking about him, it always does that. Well, Stephen start, started to ask me questions about different alien races with very specific details and was very impressed while these quite is insisting very specific questions about aliens. And then he confessed that he worked at Area 51. So everyone went. Wow. And uh, he said he couldn't really talk about it, but he, he was in the, in the 1980s, a long time ago. Well, after the, the recording of this video, um, he asked for my email and he contacted me and um, we started a conversation and he's talking about that. And there was a series of emails back and forward talking about Area 51, about aliens, and he said he trusted me and he wanted to talk to me because he knew I was protected. S Stephen was a very uh, spiritual person. He had psychic powers, but I wouldn't say extraordinary powers. I would say he was a fully activated human being, as we all are meant to be. He could generate with his brain uh, gamma waves, very gamma brain waves, very, um, very powerfully. That's why he was taken to Area 51 for experimentation. And he could see things beyond the, the, the visible also. So that's how we became friends. And one day I didn't have news from him for two months, I think. I don't remember exactly. And I started to worry. And... 
it was never a question, a question of interviewing him or, you know, I was respecting it because, you know, if, if, if these people talk, things can happen to them. But he was threatened a lot. Two months later, I received an email from him. The tone had changed. It was like two lines. Um, I'm ready to be interviewed on your YouTube channel. Uh, it's now I feel I need to speak. to say something like this. And I, I say, no, well, are you sure? Because um, you're not going to go well with that. It's dangerous. And I, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. And he insists. And he insists in a way that he was very sharp and insisting and straight. Do it. Will you do it? Uh, okay. Okay. Finally, he convinced me. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I pray nothing ha happens to him. When I interviewed him, we were attacked many times, even my side. And uh, when the interview aired, he said everything about Area 51, about his training, because he was from Singapore, uh, his training uh, uh, to, to kill reptilians, basically, go in caves, uh, liberate children, uh, you know, villages from reptilian extraterrestrials in Southeast Asia. After the interview aired, um, he repressed me to air it earlier as possible because I like to do some editing. And so he said, no, 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 hurry up. So I put it up and um, I had a message from him the following day saying he was very happy with the interview and very impressed by all the people commenting. And then that was it. And three days later, his partner emailed me via his email box and she said that he he died so it was a shock for me a really really a shock and um well i i know his physical body died but he's still alive somewhere because the day after i received the news he appeared in my kitchen as a golden light beam being in an armor and he said that he will always protect me and he does. And he said, thank you. And he disappeared. And at that for, at, in the following second, really disappeared, that the sparkles of energy just disappeared from the, the room. And as straight as that, in the second, my phone pinged a notification e email it was Michael Sala, Dr. Michael Sala, sending me an email for the first time to take contact with me because um, he wanted to, to talk about, about uh, Stephen. Huh. So um, that, 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 was, uh, that was impressive. And I think Stephen put us both in contact. And that's how things started. And he is gone, but he's not forgotten. And this is why you're here today. Let's begin with this story. Because he has, he has an incredible story. And I've mentioned before, I lived in Singapore in mid-90s, and I have the utmost uh, respect for Lee Kuan Yew, the former prime minister, the father of that country. And he was probably one of the smartest people alive. I studied him a lot when I was there. And he believed so much in Stephen's qualities that he actually hired him to be his bodyguard, right? Yes. But just yes. Go be before that, when he was younger, 
how, how did he develop these skills? And he became probably the youngest colonel in the world at the age of 21? Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Well, he was... Um he was uh, noticed for his abilities, his psychic abilities first. And because he had these psychic abilities, he was a formidable uh, soldier. He was a sniper. First, he started his career as a sniper. And he was so good because he used his mind to, you know, to project on the target. And he, he was very, very good. So he was noticed very quickly and upgraded. And he to the, the grade of colonel, um, even, you know. So um, one day, so he was hired in in the close protection of uh, the prime minister at the time and even to be his bodyguard, his personal bodyguard, because he trusted him. He, he trusted him to, to be the best. Who was Stephen Shua? Hmm. He was born in a family in somewhere, you know, in Singapore area. And um, he had tremendous psychic abilities that got him noticed. And he went even for training in um, Nepal, I think, with monks. Um, he could levitate. He could move objects by distance, by the power of his mind. And he was the best at combat. Why? Because he could anticipate the moves of his opponent all the time. But not only one move, but sometimes three to four moves could see in the near future. And he was invincible. So in the army, he was sent to fight. Uh, that, but that's why I, I don't remember if he says that was before he went uh, to be uh, prime minister of uh, Lee Kuan Yew, or before, I think it was before or after, maybe. Um, the, the chronology is as such. He was, he was, he started as a sniper. He was noticed. He started then to be prime minister um, bodyguard. And then he was noticed by secret agency people that came from America to recruit people like him. So he was taken to Area 51 in the 1980s, then brought back to Singapore. He worked again for the prime minister, and then he was being sent to missions only him could do uh, with his team, he, you know, his uh, soldiers to fight reptilians. That was in the um, 1990s. He saved the life of um, Benazir Bhutto. Well, once because then right know, she but at, he had the opportunity to do that once before she was assassinated once she went to singapore and she was attacked by reptilian um mercenaries we could say um hitmen <laughs> reptilian uh, and uh stephen was after them and that's how he discovered that they existed and he killed them with his team and then he was sent on missions in different parts of uh, Southeast Asia to fight his reptilians because he was apparently good at that and uh, that's a whole story but he was who was he to go back to this Stephen of course was a star seed I know that he wasn't from this world his soul was from somewhere else and he had contact with positive extraterrestrials when he was a child, he once fell off a cliff, but he was lifted in the air by and saved by uh, a flying saucer. And there was a lady on it with, with long white hair. And he had assimilated 
her to um, Kuan Yin, but uh, because that's how the best he could, you know, depict her, filled with love, healing him as a little boy, bringing him back, etc. So he had different contacts with that, and sometimes it would take him to fly over the village and things like this. So he he was very special, and I think he came here to reveal things and 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 talk and be an insider in Area 51 and in Southeast Asia for fighting the reptilians and testify that it was real. It was real. All of this, all of this, the reptilian child trafficking in Southeast Asia and also what was going on in Area 51. And after he passed, I was really devastated. And I, I had this interview on YouTube. It's still on my channel, but it's, you know... Stephen was tired and he was, uh, he has, he had a very strong accent. So the interview is uh, not super good, but I had all the transcript and I had all the email exchanges with him and even Zoom calls, private Zoom calls I have had with him. I had everything and I decided to, to make all of this public. But something always happened in my life that I couldn't, you know, um, another book to write or this to do. And I had put that aside. And a few months ago, I think it was in, um, so we are now at the moment of the interview in in um, start of August, 2023. Stephen contacted me. It was in um, December, 2022, last December. And through a dream, a very, very vivid dream, where he said to me, you need to publish this book about our conversations as soon as possible. And you need to do it before July. Okay. He, wow. said, and he died in March of 2020, right? Yes. He died in March, 2020. And he said, you need to do before July, 2023, because it's very important because informations are going to come out and my book needs to get out before and he said something like uh, get your shit together girl <laughs> get your shit together girl yes <laughs> yes sir, yes, sir. <laughs> no. well isn't so that I interesting that. that when we began I, I told you why i felt compelled to not discuss your story today and wait a couple of weeks until we did that because something was telling me you need to focus on his story, it needs to come out. I know that you have released the book. There's the Mike, the Dr. Sala interview, but you know, if I can do something else, I will. But a few things in addition to you know to his background. He was a, a youngster in Singapore, and he joined the military. And when you join the military in Singapore, they want to check your IQ, and they did not only one test, but they thought it failed. They said there's no way that he he broke the record. And the second time and the third time, and they found out that only 11 people in the world had that type of IQ. He was the 12th one. And this is one of the reasons why in Area 51, if you believe that it exists, apparently they were looking for someone that had some of his attributes and they chose him. So he went to the prime minister, Lee Kuan Yew, and Lee Kuan Yew said, yes, I'm going to let I'm going to lend you to the Americans for a while so you do your thing. So he came to the United States and worked at Area 51. Can you tell us in detail what he did here? 
Yes, sure. So he was taken there and trained very quickly as a pilot, a F-15 pilot. Well, Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.